When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey Chicago, what do you say? It's a CHGO Cubs podcast. It is a Thursday, October 26th, if I'm not mistaken. You're not mistaken. It was once game two of the World Series between the Cubs and Cleveland. In which the Cubs won. First time the Cubs won a World Series game since 1945, right? That was the first. Uh-huh. Yeah. Been a, that's a long time to go without a win. Hopefully, Man. we don't have to go that long again. Uh, <laughs> I Luke won't Stuck, be here <laughs> Luke Stuckmeyer, Ryan Herrera, and Cody Del Mendo will be handing out some grades today. Hello to everybody in the live YouTube chat. Best way to enjoy the experience is to subscribe to the CHGO Sports YouTube page so you don't miss any of the shows. We got shows on every team. Poor Bulls guys last night. What a start to that season, huh? I mean, we kind of knew that was going to happen. Yeah. Honestly, oh, you like, bring everybody back. What? Yeah, of course. You need to get to watch Io play important minutes. I mean, these. I we, I think we said he's, on he's the like show half the reason that I'm like I even get invested to begin with. We, we said on the play. show it's gonna be, it's like the best day of the season for the Bulls, and then just yeah, oh, boy goes downhill. Yep. You hope a Cubs season doesn't go like that next year. Uh, Becky says I'm an awesome person. That'll get you a five star review, which we might re- we might give a report card today. For somebody in the live YouTube chat, we will see if we have time. Godfather at the end of the was show. last week. We have five stars. One. Godfather got five yeah. stars. Yeah, yeah. First Big five star. Big of us. Big of us. Highest grade we've given out this postseason. It is. No yeah. players had a five star review yeah. or an yeah. A plus yet. Yeah. Um, we're going to talk about some of the front office poaching that's going on. Poor Cubs are losing guys left and right. And uh, we're going to grade Dansby Swanson before it's over. So we got a lot to talk about. <laughs> Okay, so the World Series starts on Friday, <laughs> but it feels like the offseason has really sort of started for the Cubs, you know, like in a way, in, in a way, un- unofficially, unofficially, it has started. <laughs> Lawrence yeah. is over here yelling at us. Lawrence is all me. Corey Lawrence. is supposed to be here and, and, and he's not here. Yeah. He's not feeling well. Yeah. So feel better, Corey. Yeah, I hope you feel better, Corey. Yeah. So you're I talking about the front office? Oh, just the fact that the front office changes have sort of already started, mm-hmm. right? Like, first there was the rumor about a week ago that the Red Sox were looking at Craig Breslow, the uh, Cubs the, director. The, the rumor originally happened in season, didn't? Yeah, it? there was there was a rumors that went out in season. I think I don't remember who tweeted it out. Um, but some of the other beat writers were like kind of disputed it in a way, just that. It wasn't happening at that moment, but I think with Craig Breslow, like we all, I mean, when they hired him in 2019, like that, like he he was kind of looked at as like a, a fast riser and someone that might eventually be looked at as a as a you know potential candidate for a top job in, somewhere in baseball, um, and he quickly worked his way up to that. So, but yeah, so that happened in season. Um, nothing official obviously came of it and then um the rumors started heating up over the last few days or so and then now it's done yeah the Red Sox announced officially yesterday that they had hired him to be their chief baseball officer yeah whatever that is he's running their baseball stuff let's say he's gonna be their Theo or their Jed yeah he's and he's earned it absolutely he completely changed the pitching infrastructure or pitching the narrative around pitching here with the Cubs and the Red Sox the guy that they had they he, it seemed like he was a really smart guy who knew how to find young talent and everything, but I don't know. It it he, felt like he could never make the big move. Well, he, he traded Mookie Betts traded Mookie his first. And, and I don't he, know, because and, he was told to, you know, basically. I, I don't follow the Red Sox like I follow the Cubs, but I don't know if how much ownership has to do with that. You know what I mean? Obviously, I think as an entire organization, they have to at least regret how all that went down, and I, I just don't know how much you put on the front office with – they were something like that. They regret, I'm sure, what they got back for Mookie Betts. But if yeah. the front office tells you you have to get your payroll down to this and tra- trading Mookie Betts, they just didn't get the right guys back. Now, right. 
he he the the problem is what does it mean for the Cubs, right? Breslow goes to the Cubs. That in 2019 signaled the Cubs are going to make pitching a priority, right? Like mm-hmm. the the next way forward is going to be through building and improving pitching because that was one way that they failed after 2016 was developing and finding pitchers and and they were coming at such a a, a great price in baseball so now he goes there I listened to uh Corey and Brendan's podcast about this on Friday when it was still just a rumor that he might go to Boston and I was surprised that the pitch doctor Brendan wasn't all gloom and doom over it he wasn't. A, he, he actually texted me to talk me off the ledge. Yeah, he was like, I yeah. was doom and gloom about it. Brendan gave a bunch <laughs> of numbers and, and graphs and heat maps and stuff. But then he <laughs> spoke the truth and he was like, listen, sometimes a new voice every two or three years isn't the worst thing. Yeah. Here's what I would say about it. Not certainly knowing nearly as much about pitching and numbers as Brendan, Brendan does. Yes, this Breslow has. You could look at it and say, okay, he oversaw all of the Cubs pitching. So dozens of people are reporting to him, and he sets the narrative for what they want to do. Whatever that is, whatever those protocols are, he sets it out. It goes throughout the minor league system. It goes everywhere throughout the major league system. Every coach, every pitching coach, everybody answers to this man. Great. It does look like the Cubs have improved their pitching since 2019. I would agree with that. But... Let's not let's not go all crazy on this. Now, if he starts taking other too many other people from the Cubs, then I start to worry. But there, there's other smart guys out there. Hell, they could hire our, they could hire Brendan. He could do the. He might be better at it than what Breslow was doing. Let's be honest. They could call Brendan up over at NASA and be like, hey, we heard you on this podcast. We saw your heat maps. Yeah. Will you be our next Craig Breslow? What's the what's the guy's name on? They got huge on Twitter that works for the Cubs now. Jeremy Frank. Yes, he's like a sure, random yeah. stat, and he put something guy. out about yeah. how they're hiring somebody mm-hmm. with yeah, a yeah, computer yeah. in stats and computers and analysis. Also, I was like, wow, they're speaking like it's like they're singing a love song to Brendan. These are they're describing <laughs> him. Yeah, so don't Jeremy Frank. That's the guy. He here, does data science for the Cubs. The guy that's still at the top, right? Mm-hmm. Carter Hawkins is still the guy that helped turn around pitching for Cleveland. So you still have a pitching, a guy who's had great success in finding pitching and helping developing pitching. They still know other people. Yeah. Craig Breslow is not the only pitching mind out there, okay? No, and, and I think there's also like a, a part where if he's, because he's obviously been huge as far as turning around the pitching infrastructure since he's been here. Right. And, and you're starting to see some of the, the fruits of that labor over the last year, a couple of years, as far as like Justin Steele, Adbert, um, you know, even guys like Daniel Palencia and Luke Little moving up the system pretty fast and, and making their debut. So you're starting to see it. Um, but as good as Breslow is, like, and, and who knows who, who leaves with him the Boston, right? But there are going to be people that are still in, whether the front office, the player development department, whoever, that have learned a lot, obviously, from Craig Breslow on how to do what they're doing. Like, he's not right. the one Correct. going and doing every single thing. Like, there are people that were working with him that have learned as far as like what he's implemented and with his oversight on how to improve it. So there are still going to be people in the organization with the knowledge of how this infrastructure works and how, and, and the system and the organization. So um, losing Craig Breslow is obviously like, it, it, it hurts them like, because he's a very good trusted baseball mind, especially for, for Jed Hoyer and in the baseball ops department. But He's yeah. It's not the end of the world to lose him because there are still going to be people here in Chicago and uh, at Wrigley Field, um, in the Cubs organization, that have some of that same knowledge because he was able to, be, uh, from working with him and he was able to show them how to start turning this around. And we've seen and we've seen the dividend. So I, I, it's not bec- only because of Craig Breslow. There are people there that can help, or they should be confident. There are people there that can help, you know, sustain the the improvements and stuff right. and, and you know whoever they promote or hire next to fill that role um like you said like and like brendan said like sometimes getting a different voice in there is not is not a bad thing either and let's be honest are the three of us or anybody in the live chat outside of brendan miller going to see an obvious difference on opening day next year in the pitching infrastructure probably not this doesn't mean because he's gone doesn't mean, like you said, Ryan, everybody else is gone. So it doesn't mean that on opening day, 
uh, Gary's going to be in Gary from the live chat's going to be in charge of the pitching infrastructure and he's going to show up at <laughs> spring training be like hey guys uh, yeah we're going to put Slaughter in charge of pitching we're going to convert him now and he's going to be our ace and we're going to what we're going to do is we're going to throw the ball like uh, a softball this year I mean it's yeah. you know what I mean it's I don't I can't tell you what he did totally different other than he made the pitching better. They expanded the amount of people that were looking into this. They had more smart minds than they ever did before. They had more resources going into figuring out ways to make pitchers better than they ever did before. The pitch lab, all of that stuff. That doesn't mean that stuff can't continue under a new voice. Yeah. I mean, What if I, the new voice is Tommy Hadovy? I mean, Tommy Hadovy is... He's, he is a, is a guy that this organization can't lose, in my opinion. He's been here since and he's been 2014. Here for, yeah, he's been I mean, here for a long time. He's a guy. And I'm not just roles, saying right? that because we've, we've had him on the podcast and he wears Jordan 1s like I do. But like he lasts. He, he he's the, very he, smart. He, he lasts through the end of the Joe Maddox pod. Yeah. That's right. He's a carryover. Era. Yeah. So, I, yeah. I guess for me, the only thing that kind of worries me related to Breslow is just like this organization for so long, for so long – was bad at developing pitching. And I know it's just one guy, and you got guys, you guys have explained this. But anything that can teeter it into the wrong direction makes me feel uneasy. So, I guess for me, it's one of those wait-and-see things. But I will say, and I'm going with the chat here, if the Mets hire Dan Kantrovitz, I don't think there's anything anyone can say to me that I'm not to where I'm not going to be irrationally upset. Which is what John Morosi of MLB Network tweeted that the Mets are having discussions about trying to hire him for a high level job. And my apologies to Gary. I hope I didn't get the impression wrong. <laughs> I thought I nailed the voice. I don't. I can't remember. <laughs> he says, "Fire Luke." Fire Luke. <laughs> Let's be honest, Gary. You'd like to see Slaughter converted to a pitcher. You do. You do. If anybody well, was going to suggest it, Gary Ross. I wish they would have called gets, up Slaughter for the very last. Get him game to the, the big year. leagues. Whatever gets Slaughter to the big leagues is Gary's on board. Could be the next yeah. Carlos Marmol. You never know. Converted. <laughs> uh, so, so d- yeah, Dan Canterbury. So, is, would that be a bigger deal for you have, than Breslow? We have a tweet. From Morosi, yeah. John Morosi tweet. Can you show it? Thank you. Yeah, it's from John Morosi. Uh, the Mets pro, have had Yeah, for a source, the Mets have had discussions about hiring Dan Katrovitz for a high-level position overseeing their amateur scouting and player development departments. Katrovitz is currently the Cubs vice president of scouting. Um, that's from John Morosi on Twitter. Um, I'm, I'm I would scared. hurt, too. I'm it, scared. Legitimately, I, I'm scared. Really? I think, um, I, I mean, I don't. I think it's kind of a similar situation where like he's a, he's a trusted mind in that, in that department and what his first draft was 2020. I think the first round pick was Ed Howard. 21 was Jordan Wicks. 22 was Kate Horton, who he was very confident in, even when most of social media was like, why would you pick this guy at number seven? Right. And Kate Horton has developed into, um, you know, one of the best pitching prospects in baseball. Um, and then this year is Matt Shaw first round and Matt Shaw is, was he finished the year in double a, if I'm not mistaken, like yeah. he's, Moving he's up already the a top quickly. 100 guy. Um, so, like, Dan Kantrovitz is a, a, he's a, yeah, he's a very important mind in that department, right? So, losing him would hurt, too, for sure. But I, I kind of feel about the same way, is that if you have, if you're, I mean, if you're Jed Hoyer and, like, Carter Hawkins, and you have built the, the, the organization through and through in a healthy way, like, losing Dan Kantrovitz will hurt, but you should be confident that, you have still the people that the people that do remain again, similar knowledge. Like it's not Dan Kantrovich isn't scouting all these guys himself. Like he has scouts everywhere that are giving him information. And yeah, he ultimately makes the final call, but he has a lot of people helping him out and, and finding these guys, discovering guys wherever they are and, and, you know, giving them the information on which draft picks he should make when and where. So again, hopefully he doesn't take all of them with him. Yeah, but th- there's a reason he's the he's the uh, the head of the department. Yeah. But losing him, if you have the right foundation for that department and, and in the player development and, and scouting and all that, I'm not saying you're going to be able to replace it, but you're going to have people that still have that same knowledge of of how he worked and how they were able to find some of these draft picks that look very promising and can hopefully one day uh, make it to Wrigley Field. And so you're not. I don't see it, the foundation of that crumbling because the guy at the top left, like 
you actually you have to replace him somehow and hope that you pick the right person next. But there's still a foundation there of people that work with him and, and, and his oversight that can help at least keep it built up until you find that next guy to I'm, help run it. I'm just it's not like he found his way with the Cubs. He was doing what he's been doing with the Cubs, with the Cardinals and the Oakland Athletics. Like this guy has been around and he's been doing he's been doing it, right? And I it it's kind of like in some ways it's just like what I just said with Breslow. It's like this organization had some bad years of drafting and that's why the, you know, the 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 core ended up getting sent away and you know, we had like the the end was just so bad because they were so bad at developing players, not just pitching, but just overall players too. And it's just like these last these last 3 years we've seen is and from the draft just how much better the organization has been. So, you are correct in the fact that like Canterverse isn't scouting all these dudes and everything. It's just I just I will say that I think this this is potentially a bigger loss than Breslow just because like they they struggled with just not just like they they used to just be oh we'll get the first round pick right but then the rest of the draft we would suck they they've been doing it's been overall they've been they've done well throughout a draft there's they've got they've taken guys that have have high upside that can potentially be at Wrigley Field one day that at least you feel like confident about it at least and this is just like I guess this if anything if if I were to just be in the middle it's annoying because this is supposed to be the biggest offseason since like the 2015 winter all right like almost a decade it's supposed to be the biggest offseason and instead we are dealing with potentially losing like multiple front office members and they gotta they gotta find they gotta fix that two things on that though number one is if you don't want dan kantrovitz to go take a job with the mets and you hear that they're talking about hiring how do you stop that how does any employer stop that you give the guy a raise you give the guy more (laughs) money that's how you stop him if you if you really value that person so much then you just go give him a race. Right. Now, Breslow was from Boston, played in Boston. His family's in still Boston. Boston. He still yeah. lived in Boston. And he took a higher position. And, and he yeah. took a higher position. Now, Kantrovitz might too. We don't know. But the one way you can keep the guys is say, whatever they're offering you, throw another ten grand on it this year. And, and that whatever it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you don't really want to lose the guy, there are ways to still go about doing that. Okay. Number two is I think if you want to look glass half full is uh, excuse me. Who was it? Somebody in the chat said it, and I was I was about to say it. I I can't remember who said it now. I don't see him. Oh, Christian A. Look at it, glass half full, Cody. It's a good sign that all of a sudden teams are poaching the Cubs front office for these types moves. Fifteen years ago, nobody was poaching the Cubs front office because nobody was trying to get in. Like, hey, did you guys notice what the Cubs are doing with pitching? We better go ahead and get so-and-so and and -and so-and-so. It it wasn't happening. Now, other teams are looking at the Cubs and saying, we kind of like what we see, that what they're doing behind the scenes. We're going to do that, too. Now, if it's the Mets, let's say it's the Mets, the danger for the Mets is they might be now trying to realize, okay, we can't just buy our championship. We can still keep doing that. But if we combine that with doing what the Cubs are doing, these smart things behind the scenes, mm-hmm. now we're cooking with oil, which is what the Cubs should be doing. Mm-hmm. Spending like the Mets or a little bit below the Mets yeah. and continuing to do what they're doing and spending yeah. money in other ways. So yeah. it is a good sign. I do feel good that at least other teams are like, we got to get that guy from the Cubs. Whereas... What's to stop the Cubs from right now saying, hey, who's that guy working for the Diamondbacks that found Corbin Carroll? Who's, sure. who, who's that guy that found so-and-so? You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Th- that guy exists at other organizations too, and it doesn't stop the Cubs from replacing Dan Kantrovitz or Craig Breslow with a rising star at another organization who might be that new voice that Brendan is talking about. So it's not sure. necessarily yeah. gloom and doom. Yeah, that's that was my, like, Initial thought, obviously, when Breslow um, was hired by the Red Sox, and the, obviously these are just was it discussions. They've discussed hiring Dan Cantrus the Mets, so like he's definitely not out the door yet. Um, but that was my first thought was 
that, that that's a good thing. It's not a good thing if you're losing guys, right? But it's a good thing. Good that sign. Other teams, it's a good yeah, sign that other teams want your top level guys because they see val they they see value in what they have done in your organization, which means the guys at the top, very tippy top, Jed Carter, that the guys they are identifying as. Uh, you know, guys, they want to fill mm-hmm. their vice president roles or assistant GM roles, whoever, that they're identifying the right guys uh, to help build the organization the right way. That makes other teams want to take them and help them build the organizations the right way. So, yeah, I, I, good sign is a good way to put it that it, obviously they've lost Breslow. If they lose Cantoris, they're going to have to replace him. But the fact that other teams want these guys and are giving them promotions is a good sign that, hey, the guys at the top, know what they're doing when they're identifying some of these guys that they want to hire. Will it always work out? Not always, but the fact that Craig Breslow got a promotion to the top job in Boston, don't know what Dan Kantrovitz might get from the Mets if he even leaves, but the fact that, again, other teams are, are buying them means you can, you can have some confidence that, hey, maybe Jed and Carter know what they're doing when they're bringing some of these guys in. And while I, I'm thankful for the job as a Cubs fan, that Craig Breslow did and has done done the right things, it still goes to the top realizing who to hire, who to replace him, and and what what to do moving forward. It's about resources for these people. Um, so Fair. go go hire the next Craig Breslow then. Or or a guy who's doing a job. Listen, it's not like the Cubs have the best pitching in all of baseball. It, it it's not like he, it was Magic Wand Monday here at CHGO or Wild Thought Wednesday, and he just waved, and, and all of a sudden the Cubs had five aces and every good reliever. It's been a nice turn from really bad to working their way up to being a team that's noticed to be better at pitching. It's not like things were flawless. They yeah. still didn't identify certain guys in scouting that – some of it worked. Some of it did not. We can, we've talked about many of the failures that have been here before. Some guys they couldn't fix. So it's not like everything has been perfect with the data that they've had, but it's better than it was before. Sure. So just find the next phase that. Fine. Fine. Don't, you don't have to go on the ledge, man. It's, it's, it's okay. I, the guys at, that, at those levels are out there, or they're rising up the systems too. Like the Another way to look at it is, <laughs> and this, this isn't really fair to these, to, to Dan Kantrovitz or Craig Breslow. What exactly did you win with those two guys in charge? Now, you might be on the path to winning with those two guys, <laughs> but I'm saying right now we haven't even made the playoffs. Yeah, well, they hired them in the middle of a That's freaking right. rebuild. That's right. So or a whatever. Like I'm a, just saying it's not, it's, it's not as black and white as we are screwed this means nothing. It's, it's yeah, probably it's, somewhere in between. Yeah. It's, and it is definitely a good sign that other teams are looking at it. I agree with that. It just all depends on how, on how, on the actions the front office takes after this. If it, obviously, Breslow, but if they do lose Kandrovitz, it all relies on what the front office does after to respond. And Michael Collado's right. If you go ahead and sign Shohei, I'm not as worried about uh, scouting. Well, listen, <laughs> like, I... I no, I am still worried about scouting, but... I'm, I, I just don't want the organization to... Go from, yeah, from being as good as they've been at finding and scouting talent and f- turning Julian Merriweather into a, uh, you know, a, a great reliever, right? To you know, the other direction. I, I just like I obviously it takes more than one guy to do that, but those guys are bit or a big part of finding those. I know, and I know that we haven't won anything with them here but you just if you just look back at where the organization was in 2019 or before 2019 it's just like in terms of like all the stuff outside of the actual major league team at that time it's bad it was bad and i i just don't want i don't i don't want that to change because that this these two dudes and everyone else around them are the only thing that have given me any kind of real optimism and hope over the last two years, which is why they're being poached by another team. Yeah. I, again, yeah. I don't. I don't think the, losing these two is is will cause whatever foundations they've built to crumble. But if the Cubs don't respond the right way, they would. So I can see. I can see where you're coming from. If they don't respond and hire the right people, it won't help. Yeah. Obviously, uh, losing those two. But again, where I come from is like. 
the Cubs did identify these two as. If they can identify them. Yeah, they, they can identify, identify the They now. already know who the next guy is. And baseball seems to be changing uh, so quickly. Michael Cerami, I think, said it this week on our podcast. I thought it was a good point. What worked for contracts or trades two or three years ago doesn't work today. Yeah, Everything sure. is changing so quickly in baseball, whether it's the idea for what you're doing with pitching, how you're how – you're, approaching your pitching staff or building your infrastructure all of it seems to be changing as fast as internet is right now right like every day there's a new one day it's tiktok the next day it's this thing that's just how baseball is too things are changing that quickly so find the next guy from yale that wants to uh find you the next facebook or a, myspace a luke tiktok reference on this podcast I'd, who would have thought i would never thought i'd see the day Tick-tock, tick-tock. Time for our Hero Bread read. Uh, <laughs> let me tell you about Hero. That's something that's not going out of style. It's new on the market. And here, I started using Hero Bread because I thought to myself, I'd like a little more fiber and protein in my diet. Well, I'm getting it from bread and tortillas, less carbs. So here's what I like to do. Hero, Hero Bread makes this amazing, they make amazing tor- tortillas, zero net carbs. I like to make fajitas with it. And then when I want my extra protein, which also is in the tortillas, I also throw in some of Charlie the Bacon Guy's bacon jam, and then that makes my, my fajitas extra special. Um, so I, I'm not necessarily a carb counter, but these, these are lower carb options. Uh, the taste and texture, really what make them different. Uh, it's soft, it's fluffy, the bread. You, you bite into that and you're like, first of all, forget in my opinion, I bit into it first time and I thought, I don't care about whatever. They, this could have the most carbs in the history of the world in it. I would still eat this. Instead, it's very carb friendly. Uh, it, this could be zero fiber instead. It's got some fiber in it. So it's got everything that you want, plus the great taste and texture. Um, and by the way, you can get a discount on it by using the code CHGO at hero.co. Woo. They make sliced bread buns and tortillas available right now at hero.co and on amazon as well fewer calories than the leading national brand five to ten grams of protein per serving right now hero bread offering our chgo family 10 percent off their first order just go to hero.co that's hero.co and use the code chgo to save on hero bread today that's hero.co to save 10 percent today you can do all of that you can order your hero bread while you're buying your next flooring. Why not? You know how to update your place? New flooring. Changes it like that. You walk into a place, you're like, oh, wow, that's kind of dingy. What can we do with this place? Some people throw a bunch of paint. Some people are tearing down walls because they think they're HGTV and they're remapping the whole house and it's gutted down to the studs and then they find all kinds of problems. You know what you could do? Just change your flooring. It'll change your spirit. Can you sing the jingle for me? Five eight eight two three hundred. Not the same place. Not the same place. Not the same place. What do you I mean? Thought, I thought it was. No, I I heard Peck and I heard Peck and sing it on Bulls post game last night. You're thinking of something else. It's, it's the same song. It's the same song. Right? It's the same song. My whole life I lived with it. Yeah. Five yeah, eight eight two three hundred. And he's pretty old. Empire. <laughs> and then when they got bigger, it became 800 588 yeah. yeah. he, He's pretty old. So, like, he's, he's, oh, he's probably heard that I've been singing lot. that song since I was like five years old. I mean, I know exactly. I didn't have to. I don't think of the man in the graphic. I think of the actual man. But his name, now you're really pressing my brain. Just, just don't yeah. listen to me. <laughs> I wouldn't have got that. I don't that. do these ad rates. No. I wouldn't have got that. I was going to say. <laughs> but 588-2300 is about as Chicago Peck, as you can Peck get. And, uh, sure. You Peck can't get more totally Chicago than that jingle. Night, so. Oh, no. Can't get, more, can't get more Chicago than that. And here's what they do. They make shopping for floors simple with a curated product selection. Their philosophy is to help you find what you need, not overwhelm you with thousands of choices and substitutes. What they leave out of their selection is 
is on purpose. It's just as important as what they put in it. Empire's product team exhaustively combs through thousands of product samples each year to find the perfect styles for you. Try their virtual floor design. Great way to see the new floors in any space, what they'll look like before it happens. And shopping for floors at a big box store can be frustrating. Heck, you might be talking to a guy about flooring who was working in plumbing the other day. What good is that going to get you? Not much. So schedule a free in-home estimate today. All listeners can receive a, wait a minute, is this right? $350 off? $350 off? Now you're talking my language. Yep. A $350 discount when you use the promo code CHGO. That's right, CHGO for $350 off. Restrictions apply. See empiretoday.com slash CHGO for details. 588 today. Yeah. You've always ever... I, I didn't know the man's the name, the but he's, he's, he's a legend. He, Absolutely. You go Bob Rorman, you go the Empire Carpet guy. Absolutely. Probably two of the biggest, like, like legends. Yeah. Like, like and the, the OxyClean guy. You remember the old... Like uh, the uh, jingles are like the ends mm-hmm. of jingles that you know. What, what, was the, what was the Eagle commercial where the Eagle falls down on the car? Eagle Man. Now, that was a big one, too. Mm. Okay. Sorry. Check out those low rates. <laughs> <laughs> this Eagle lands on top of a car. Not as good as Empire Carpet. Oh, man, Could, was, can we get what like a, a, what an impression? I, I need a picture of Luke doing that, and I'm going to use it for the... Check out those low I'm, rates. I'm going to use that as part of the uh, No Context CHO Sports All the old people make. out there know what I'm talking I guarantee you Barb knows... I guarantee you Barb and Michael Collada can sing that. Uh, Gary, Gary can sing it. Sing that Empire theme song. And they, yeah. they know Eagle Man, too. Check it up. Google it one time. You'll see it. It's, it's quite the ad. All right, are we going to grade Dansby Swanson, or should we do the? We better do a super chat first. Well, he, it is related grade. to Dansby. It's related to yeah. Dansby. So Chris gets our first grade. Super chat. Nine, 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 nine. Dansby is an A because he has a the highest F WAR of all the free agent shortstops, and he's probably going to win the Gold Glove. I'm going to earn that five star, baby. <laughs> that's a play for it. That's yeah, right. See, that's because how that's how you super get chats stars. get you toward that five star. Oh, See, ready. Chris knows, no and it's not the first it. time he sent one. He's, he, I feel like he sends one at least once a show. If it's not every show, it, he yeah. does it at least three times a uh, week. He's he's <laughs> trying to get that five stars. Yeah. By the way, another great Chicago commercial, old school. Hi, I'm Earl Scheib. I'll paint any car, any color, ninety nine, ninety five. That's any car, any color, ninety nine, ninety five. <laughs> Guy would paint cars for a hundred bucks. How about that deal? All right. Hey, it's the Eagle awesome. Man. See, I told you, Barb. So, okay, Gary doesn't so know. Before uh, we get to I revealing the grades, shall we discuss? Will Godfather be mad at us? Absolutely. Oh yeah, the grade's <laughs> going to be too high for the Godfather. Absolutely. Yeah. For Dansby Swanson. Dansby sure. Swanson. He's going C. <laughs> yeah. Godfather. What are you? What are you giving? <laughs> uh. Godfather's gonna he tell gave me a that. C minus earlier. He gave oh, Dansby yeah. Swanson a C minus. Yeah, here, C- let me find it. It was earlier in the show. He wrote it. Put that one up it. on the screen. Oh man. Oh now he's definitely gonna be mad. Then yeah. are we ready to reveal? <laughs> uh, what do we got? Are we gonna show them all at once? So yeah, I went well. A minus. Cody A. Ryan A. So I went the lowest score. <laughs> tell me why you guys went A. Shall I start? Go ahead. Yeah. All right, so I went with an A because he lived up to the contract in year one. I don't care that he did not hit as well in the final month and a half, but they are not anywhere near the possible chance of making the playoffs without him. Mm-hmm. Like, we, like we've said all year, he's going to – like if, he, if this guy doesn't win the gold glove uh, for shortstop – uh, in the National League, it's a travesty, and we should all legitimately riot outside beautiful, historic Wrigley Field if he doesn't. Um, he, I think he, his, as far as intangibles and stuff, I do think he is a leader in the locker room. You could see that, or else this team would have really f- fell apart. And I do like the fact that he went to Jed before the deadline and was like, I, we shouldn't sell. Like we're we're trying to be a, a winning team here. We're trying to grow something here, right? Yeah. And I don't. If he doesn't do that, I don't know if if they, if they if he still sells or not. I mean, it's it's 
to me, it's still kind of wild that the Mike Talkman catch in St. Louis is the sole reason that Judd decided to not sell. But well, I, 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 it was a big part. It was yeah, a big it, part. It, it, all right, it played a part. But um, yes, I give him an A because if you look at the numbers on Fangraphs or Baseball Reference, whatever, it's pretty much what he's been his entire career. Did he? Did he live up to? 177 million or whatever in this market yeah i do think he lived up to to the contract for one year at least in this market and i think once this team once this team adds the one or two more big bats that we've talked about how what they need his bat will be his bat will be better there won't be too many there won't be too many slumps like there he was asked a lot to to do to do a lot offensively, and that's just never been – like, he's yeah. never been, like, the best hitting shortstop in baseball. There's a reason that he was the cheapest one, but also the only one that truly wanted to come to the Cubs. So it's just kind of like – I think that he lived up to everything you could have asked for in year one, and I think anyone who is down on this guy – nothing triggers me more than seeing people compare this guy to Jason Hayward, like, as far as, as, a, as, far as a bat – Nothing triggers me more. So you really want to trigger me? That, uh, that that's what that'll that'll get it done, uh, because it's it's a clear sign that you haven't been watching. Uh, he he was everything that we were sold on him. There mm. there was not there was nothing that he did that surprised us. Okay, you want something? In September, he had a couple bad plays. All right, I'm not saying he was perfect, and maybe for that, maybe I should move it down to an A minus. But he still showed up and did exactly what you paid him to do. What, like, how can I? It's not how more can than I, that. How can I go lower than an A minus if that? If he literally did everything that you asked him to do, and with all the the narrative of how like. When the Cubs sign major free agents, they always suck in year one. He didn't suck no. this year. So why no. is he the biggest hot button name on the team? Because of because how you September look, just, went. Just look at no, just look at our chat. We have a grade from as high as A plus to F minus. We have the full scale of grades. We have people saying B. We have Kalata saying B because he wasn't clutch enough. He said nobody gets an A until they win a division. Okay. That's what the Godfather I'm just said. saying, but <laughs> do we have any other player on the Cubs that's gonna get that will get an A and an F in the in the live YouTube chat? Did have, I'm not saying I'm not saying the F I'm, I'm, I'm not saying the F minus is right. I'm just saying if if you name a Cubs player, you will not get a more roller coaster ride of reactions than you will with Dansby Swanson. I think it's just because of 177 million. I think it's just the big contract. Could be. But What's that's not of, even that big of a contract I, anymore. I, it goes back to like what Cerami said the other day on here about how fans have this they, they remember like these certain moments of like the guy that what particular player has and if it's good yeah. or bad. And okay, yeah, towards the end of the year, he had some bad plays. I'm not saying that he was perfect. And that's why people are grading him. They're grading him on one month. Yeah, well, I, and then I, I look at it and then it's kind of to your point, what Sarami said that like he did struggle with the last month or so with the bat, right? Like, he did have his struggles down the stretch as the Cubs obviously collapsed. And that piled on, right? Like, Dansby struggling while the Cubs struggled helped pile on. And then he made a, a few errors, had a couple missed plays, and that piled on. So they had this idea, like, just... I, I think, yeah, that last month is, like, what people are going to remember because it's the end of the season. And it happened at the same time that the Cubs, um, you know, collapsed on the stretch. Uh, but he, I, I think he had a great season overall, right? And he was... He was obviously an all-star. He's going to win the gold glove. Like, it's, he has the most defensive run saved of any shortstop. He has the most outs above average, average of any defender. Like, he as, is as elite a defender as you get in baseball right now. Um, and he showed that for the vast games. majority <laughs> of the season. The vast yeah. majority of this season. Um, do you wish the offense was a little better? Sure, but he, you know, he did have what, his second best walk rate of his career uh he's had his lowest strikeout rate since 2019 uh the weighted weighted on base average is about similar to his last two all-star seasons his expected weighted on base average was even 
higher than the last two, his all-star season. So, or his all-star, and then obviously the World Series season in 21. Um, so he had a, a great season. And, yes, the contract stuff, too. He made, what was it, $27 million, something like that, AAV at, at least. And I think he surpassed that. We look at he's a, he was a five-war player, if you're looking at fan graphs. Like, he's, he had a great season that the last couple weeks of the season – struggling when honestly the entire team struggled like that doesn't knock him off the pedestal for me as far as like he just had a really really good season um and one that one that when the cubs are you know obviously the cubs should bring in other players right like i think the offense was also like he's never been the best player the best offensive player on a team, right? When the no, Braves we, are win- knew, we knew that coming in. That's what I'm saying. The Braves weren't. The Braves were never. Uh, he was ne- when the Braves were winning, and, and obviously they won the World Series two years ago. Like he wasn't the best offensive player on any of those teams. Like he's not this elite <laughs> guy with the bat. He's an elite glove, but he, he's going to give you above average production with the bat. And like that's what he's been. He's and that's a what he terrific all around baseball that, player. Yes. That's what he gave you. He gives and, you a little bit of everything. And I yeah. think. And the fielding. Well, I think if the Cubs do what they need to do this offseason and bring in, you know, uh, bring in a bat or two, obviously, like, if they they re-sign Cody Bellinger, that takes care of one of those. But, like, improve the lineup, improve the roster, then you're not asking Danzy Swanson to be one of your best offensive players anymore. And I I think that that was another part that clouded some some minds about Danzy Swanson and his performance, which is – He's going to give you elite defense. That's what they signed him for. And he's going to give you an above-average bat. He's not going to be your best hitter. He probably shouldn't be your, expected to be your best hitter. And I, I no. think if the Cubs can do what they need to do this offseason, it'll make – obviously, it's going to make the lineup work a lot better, but then it's, you're not asking much more than what Danzy Swanson's ever given a team in his career, right? Like, yeah. I, he can still give you above-average production at offense, but you're not asking him to be your best hitter anymore if they do what they need to do. If it was just expectations, there's no question for me it would be a straight A. Because like you said, everything he gave the Cubs this season was as advertised to when they signed him. Kelly Kroll told us last last offseason he's going to be a tremendous leader. He's going to be a guy that is at the ballpark first, shows everybody how to do their work, make sure you get it in, and do it the right way. All those things, check, check, check. He's going to be a spectacular shortstop with the glove. I don't know if we've ever seen a better shortstop in Cubs history, to be honest with you. We thought Javi was so great over I, there. Defensively, <laughs> Dansby's better than Javi. Yeah. May not make us play quite as least, spectacular as Javi, but he makes the routine ones yeah. way more often he's than at least, Javi did. He's much more consistent. Way yeah. more consistent. Like, way and then more. especially over a long period of time. He makes the top plays, but he, he makes deserve, all the easy ones. Yeah. He deserves the gold glove, again, at shortstop. So uh, all of those things, as advertised, even Mike Dubs in the chat is saying maybe a B. The only reason I'm not giving Dansby Swanson an A or an A-plus for what he did, I'm, A, I'm only going to give an A-plus to somebody if they, they win MVP, pretty much. Or Cy Young. Because I'm a grumpy old man. But the only reason I didn't give him just a, a perfect A is exactly what you're saying. There were slumps. Now, that's as advertised, too. Kelly Kroll also told us there will be slumps offensively. He is not a most players are. He's not a perfect steady line when it comes to his at bats. He will go through some slumps. He will will go through some stretches where he strikes out a lot. Yeah. Yeah. His April was probably the best he played with the bat. That was that was probably the best month he had. Uh, And I'm basing that just off the eye test and my memory. But I would think I think that he was a big he was a big part of leading them to not selling at the deadline. He came back from the injury after the All Star break, and he got red hot at the end of at, towards the mid to end July and into August. And then the slump came in mid August and, and continued into September. He had some he had some big hits in September. I'll say that he also had some bad moments defensively and a lot of moments where there were runners on base and he couldn't drive them in. Again, like to my point, and it's and Ryan already made it too. Basically, is that if he's hitting sixth or seventh in your lineup, he's probably going to have better numbers, and that's basically what he was for the Braves before in his walk year it's not his fault that he's batting where he is or being counted on yeah in this offense to do the yeah. things 
I just I, I won't I give him an A minus because I think if you went to Dansby Swanson and said what grade do you get, Dansby Swanson would be the first one to say A minus B because he's a perfectionist, which is yeah, what I want out of that fair. guy. Yeah. I he wants to be the best. He wants to be the Cubs to be the absolute best. So he will look in the mirror after this season and I have absolute faith in this just having listened to his sound bites that he will look at this offseason when he approaches it in his offseason workouts yeah. and he will say man when they needed me most in September I couldn't come through in a couple of those big at bats why did I drop that ball that looked like I should have had it shortstop yeah. why 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 and that's what will beat him up yeah. so yeah a minus is still a spectacular grade it's just an a with man if I'd have done a few more things we might have won that one game that got us into the postseason and took us to the World Series instead of the Diamondbacks. I don't know if that's true, but that's what Dansby Swanson's thinking this offseason, and that's what I want. So I'm somewhere between an A and an A minus. I went A minus because I think the player himself would have said, yeah. yeah, I had a good season, but I could have had a he better season. Better. Yeah, that's that's very fair. And I think that's the mentality that obviously your highest paid player, you want to see that. Yep. Um, but that's just the mentality that when I you know when I'm in there and I'm like you know, just observing the clubhouse or I'm out on the field and, and seeing the way he interacts with, with guys, young guys, veterans, whoever it is, like the, the, I, they're his mentality of like winning is the only, cause I, I think he said that at his intro press conference is like the only stat that matters is wins something like that. So his, his grade actually would be incomplete, maybe, <laughs> which is, is what fair, he would give but, himself. But as far as the, the, the leadership value that he gives you, like it's when we talked about Kyle Hendricks a couple of days ago, that, you can't measure that. You can't know about it unless you see it or you hear, you hear people talk about it. And the way you observe Dandy Swanson, the way you hear his teammates or his coaches talk about it, even Jed Hoyer and Carter Hawkins, the leadership that he provides coming from an organization like Atlanta, like that, that's huge for a team trying to figure out their identity and figure out how to get back to winning consistently. And to have that in the clubhouse yeah. is just a tremendous value in itself. And then what he gives you on the field obviously matters too. But like that, that uh, for me that boosted the grade because like I said with Kyle, that I I myself value the, the leadership thing more than maybe some, most people do. But I think it matters, and it matters to the guys in that clubhouse. And that's why that, that's why my grade is a little higher than yours. I think I maybe I just value that more than you do. But um, well, I, I think, a, I think a, it matters. a minus we're splitting hairs. Yeah, to be honest I think with it you. matters. Like, yeah. If I got an A or an A minus, if I got an A minus in school, I would be like, man, I didn't get an A. I, that's still an A. Yeah. yeah. I did a poll on the YouTube chat. Does Dansby Swanson deserve an A? And there's 21 votes, uh, 53 watching. So everyone go vote. And so far we have 62% yes and 38% no. I tell you, it's there. You go. The 38%. I just I don't know. Like I would look you straight in the face and be like. Like what is wrong with you? It's well, like we know, we it's know what like, the Godfather. It's like Bears <laughs> quarterback. You're gonna get the same outside of the Godfather, but the Godfather, like he ain't giving anyone an A unless they win the division. So if that's your scale, fine. But like, I think most people are grading based off the. I I think most people are grading based off the recency bias. I, I genuinely I feel like that because outside of a few moments in September and <laughs> how the Cubs fell out of the race, I don't see how anyone could say that this guy had a like didn't have a fantastic year well I, craig's I, asked he's like is he coming on the show or something next week mm-hmm. i gave him an a minus mm-hmm. he outplayed all the other shortstops that were in free agency yeah, yeah. he's gonna win the gold glove the, the, again the minus again. is for the late season failures when you needed your star player to carry you there were a few mm-hmm. times he didn't come through yeah but i can't ruin the guy's whole season because he didn't field one ball at shortstop yeah. or Again, like this, a game-winning home run. That's what I would like out of him, but he's, he's not Aaron Judge. Yeah. Would he have two home runs less than he did last year, which was a season high? Uh, he I had think 25 he, last year and then 22, 22 this, this year. year. Yeah. Okay, a couple less. So a couple less, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, he's not the guy that should be carrying your offense. Like he, no. he's, and, and he did he's never, the guy he never carrying your defense. Absolutely. Yes. And again, yeah, like we, we mentioned, he had a... He's one half of the best double play duo in baseball. Yeah. Like, and that's not even likely. like an exaggeration. That's a literal facts. I don't, I don't argue with, like, Craig says B+. I'm okay if somebody wants to give him a B+. It's when people start saying C, D, yeah. F that I'm just, I don't know. I don't, 
I don't know what else to say. I don't I know. Really I heard that say that. if you are lower than a than a B, then like I just don't understand. I'm not, and I'm not no. trying to say that anyone who thinks whatever is wrong, yeah. whatever. I just I have read a lot of slander to this about this guy over the last month, and it makes me irrationally angry. It legitimately makes me irrationally <laughs> angry because y'all don't want to freaking just you, you just you just don't want to like be happy about something because like we went from Andrelton Simmons to this guy and they moved Nico over to second base. All right. Like I, that's fair. I, 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 I'm not, now I can't no talk offense to yeah, Simmons. Can't get his words out. We went, we went from old, old washed Andrelton Simmons to Dansby Swanson and you got, he was the most valuable shortstop on the free agent market from last year's free agent market. And you took, in the team itself, as much as September pains me, it took massive strides this year. It took massive strides, and he was a big part of it. Like, he, I, I, if they add a few more bats, like we keep saying, he is going to be much better offensively next year. You know where else we could take strides? Financially, at Circus Sportsbook. And I know, you know who does that? Cody Del Mendo. Nobody does it better than Cody Del Mendo. Sure. He's been known to throw down a wager or two every night. And in the morning. Did you guys see up. my tweet and last in the morning, night, then in I the lost. afternoon, and sometimes in the late afternoon. Did you see how did you see my tweet last night about how I lost every single bet on the Bulls that. game? <laughs> I yeah. lost every Actually, single bet on the as, Bulls game. Last I did go to the I did go to the Bulls <laughs> box scores just to see like if some of Cody's hit and I was like, Well, that didn't work. <laughs> didn't you have one on LeBron too? Well, that was two nights ago. Yeah, and how did yeah. that go? That one went. Oh, that I, one won. He, he, I needed just him enough to go. Rebound, he got one, just enough rebounds, right? Yeah, eight. Yeah, eight and he exactly had, he eight. Had, he had to go over seven and a half. But I had, like, I had Zach Levine over two and a half threes. He had two. So I missed by a half point. Wah, wah. I, I, needed, Vooch. I needed Vooch points, rebounds, and assists. Missed by, like, six. Shea Gillis-Alexander over five and a half rebounds. He had five. <laughs> But hey, that's gambling, right? You can do it all at Circus yep. Sportsbook. And you could be smarter, better than me at Circus Sportsbook. It's not hard to do because everyone online just loves to tell me how dumb I am, especially Ryan. Mm-hmm. I don't uh, tell you that online. You'll tell me that in person. You'll tell me that when we get <laughs> off set, all right? But Circus Sportsbook, outside of the actual gambling part, they, they, there's, there's three things that makes them you know, the best or among the best, at least. Uh, they have uh, tight money line splits. Games will strive to be minus 110 splits on Circus Sports menu, unlike other sports books, which may use minus 115, minus 120, which can be really annoying because that would force you to maybe put down a little bit more money than you want to. Uh, minus 110 is almost even. That's Ideally, that's what most people want. Uh Circus Sports does not limit players based on their winnings. So if you get on a hot streak, which, you know, today's a new day. I'm starting a new hot streak today. That's, that's the mentality you got to have. Uh, but at Circa, if you, do, if you are on a hot streak, they don't, you know, they don't limit players. Uh, every player has the same limits, unlike other books who do limit winning players. They encourage bettors to download and explore, explore all sports betting apps available, but they won't take, Circa will not take anything away from you, though. Uh, based on your winnings. So, and then finally, their customer service is uh, far none. Uh, it's one of the best uh, because you're not talking to chat bots like a lot of these other books do. Circa, it, it, they connect you with someone straight from their resort and casino Real in people. Las Vegas, uh, which also you should check out because it is a beautiful place. Uh, if I could live there, I would. Uh, beautiful hotel, beautiful casino, great sports book, and wow. S- Stadium Swim is Honestly, a place that I would live if they let me uh, and I could do this show remotely from my computer uh, by their pool every single day. Have your sunny side just delivered straight to the pool. Have sunny side delivered along with a burger and fries. Maybe, you know. Yes. Three, one, two. That would be the dream. That would be the dream. So you can be that person. Uh, Download the Circus Sports app at circusports.com slash Illinois dash app to sign up today. Also be on the lookout for Circa events, watch parties and tailgates. If you or someone you know may have a problem with gambling, call 1-800-GAMBLER, text GAMB to 833-234, or visit areyoureallywinning.com. Maybe I will do that if I lose more bets. If. But the winning streak starts today. We got, it's day 21 of 50 straight days of football. We have more NBA action tonight. We have the rest of the college football slate this weekend. World Series. The NFL, the World Series. 
The winning streak starts tonight. You know, we were gonna, we were also gonna throw out a report card here in the third segment for Julian Merriweather, but let's save that as a hot tease for next week. Sure, that's <laughs> a hot tease, hot baby. Yeah. It's a hot <laughs> tease for next week's show. People are gonna come. I've been waiting to hear about Julian. Uh, how could I? You're gonna make me wait three <laughs> days for that grade, Stuckmeyer. <laughs> Yeah. You're right. That's yeah, exactly we are. what I'm going to do. Four days yeah, to be we exact. Are. Um, I've been waiting to hear about Sunnyside. Yeah, me too. Oh, shit. That's really what I want to hear me. about. <laughs> Sorry. I forgot I had to read this one too. Sunnyside is one of the, the great, you know, like I said, I'd sit at Stadium Swim, uh, have a, you know, and, and have my Sunnyside with me because uh, it's just, it's the, it's the best. It's your home for judgment-free campus shopping, a place where all kinds of visitors are welcome to explore to discover and purchase a wide array of high-quality products. Sunnyside is everything you need to elevate your football season or any season, honestly. Uh, no matter where you are on your cannabis journey, they have easy online ordering and in-store pickup with a great transparent loyalty program called Sunnyside Rewards. It is Illinois' favorite dispensary. Uh, some of the favorites include Mindy's, the best-tasting gummy and chocolate edibles created by James Beard Award-winning chef Mindy Siegel and Cresco Labs. Good news, which has a which is gummies of rechargeable vape pen and can't be in an, a cart. Perfect for great moments with the crew. If I can only read perfectly. Uh, Cresco, High Supply, Florical, Wonder, and a lot more, guys. It's a house of brands. It's, 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 it's right up there with, uh, you know, some of the greatest things in this world. All right. So uh, through October 31st, head to sunnyside.shop and use code CHO25 at checkout for 25% off your total order. One, per, one use per customer, not stackable with other promotions. That's not only for new customers. Anyone can use our code. Pick up everything you need to elevate your football season. Must be 21 plus or an Illinois Med card holder. And since it is Thursday. Sunnyside Thursday. We, who's, we have to, you know, who's the Chicago sports athlete that's making Yeah, giving good. you the feels this week. Yeah, I mean, me the probably feels. Deontay Foreman. Deontay Foreman. Made me feel good Oh, this week. wow, not, yeah. Not, Especially if you played Tyson, in fantasy. Not, it's not Tyson Bajan. No, Deontay Foreman had I mean, 30 points. Mark Carmen's making me feel all kinds of ways. I'd say it's Tyson Bajan. <laughs> Can he be the guy? Like Mark Carmen and his in his Bajan songs and stuff. I got one. How about Cole Komet? He was here in studio. True. Yeah, I was just yeah. about to say Cole Komet. Yeah. <laughs> just don't don't, Sarah. don't comment on Carm's routes. Even though he didn't really do anything last game, but Cole Komet. <laughs> He's a great blocker though. Uh, Deontay Foreman had a good game. As a Dante Foreman, Tyson Bajan, running back. Yeah. Uh, the Bulls didn't make me feel too not great. Not the Bulls. The Bulls intros. Sure, the Bulls intro a- song. Actually, you know yeah. what? So, sat my son down, two years old, to watch the Bulls intros, and he was locked on it. Never seen it nice. before, and he was just like locked on. I'm like, here comes the big song. I'm gonna tell you, Seriously. I was a little, I was a little disappointed in the intros last night. The, I was cool with the orchestra thing. <clears throat> No energy out of the players whatsoever. They're all coming out just like halfway. Give me a little Ray Lewis on opening night. Like, <sighs> right? Yeah. Give me a little something. Yeah. Act like you're at least excited then. That game was over whenever <laughs> Zach Levine did like yeah. his like. His turnover in the first five plays of the well, game? First five possessions? No, it was like, you know how the they always have a player like say something to the fans yeah, before right. the game yeah. in the first game of the year? Zach Levine said something like. What he, whatever he said, it was just so like nonchalant. Hi, like, fans. Welcome. Like I just don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like, I hope you like, guys have God, a great season. This is season. not gonna go yeah. well. Real quick, Michael Evans <laughs> said that uh, he's here during every live show during the season, but the one twenty start time for us now is a little weird. So, but he's here. Nice. So, thank you for joining us, Michael. Thanks. Well, we appreciate, appreciate it. getting on as soon as you can. As awesome. As you, can. you can always go back and watch the whole show, but yeah. we do appreciate it. You, you still live. watch it. You, you, you don't have to be like Barb, who only watches live. Speaking <laughs> of Barb, should we should we grade somebody in the live time. chat? In we the live chat Godfather. today, we've done the Godfather. Got five stars. Five is stars. it time for Barbara? It is time to grade. All right. The Godmother friend. of the CHGO podcast. I don't remember what the criteria are anymore, but attendance don't is one let the of them. Facts get in the way of a good story. Attendance is one. She's got a lot of doctor's appointments at 83, yeah. but always here. Always here. Always here. Whether we're live or taped, she's here. I do respect her. Uh, they're, the, they're the five there scale attendance. Die hard. I don't know if she's a die I don't hard. know if Barb's a die hard, and I haven't seen a super chat. Yeah, Barb, do you have the merch? But I will Does she say, have merch? I don't know. She is funny and informed. She, she is funny and, and informed. And she does agree with me. About the die she hard never one. agrees with me. She always tells me I'm wrong. I don't know that she's a diehard, <laughs> but she always tells people to become a diehard. And she tells people she? to go everywhere and, and use our things. She said, like, get, she'll say something like, 
uh, go get your gummies from Sunnyside and uh, then walk yeah. over to Goose yeah. Island and put yeah. your tab on Stucky, something like that. Yeah, so. yeah. She is always telling always us that, that Stucky's paying for everything. Yeah. Which that's the only part about Barb I don't like. <laughs> Listen to 83 if I can find YouTube. That's no offense. Fair. That's fair. That's a five star fan right five there. Five stars for finding it's a five YouTube. Five star fan right there. So we're going I know stars? I couldn't. I think I'm surprised going... Luke can. What's that? Do you have insurance on this car? No. It must be what Eagle Man. Oh my God! What? <laughs> what? Are we doing this? I've got something. We were. For you. <laughs> I told you, you got to look it up. It's on YouTube. It's we amazing. You we were discussing <laughs> That was for Barb. Yeah. Barb got five stars. She gets the Eagle Man commercial. She said she, she five deserved, for Barb. Did, what, did she say she deserves an A? She, yeah. Godfather's giving her a five. That, well, five, they're the fellow yeah. five club. All right. Yeah. Like well, five star if, club and if your is nickname, not, that's an elite If your nickname group. on the show is Godmother, too, like. Yeah. You get a five. Five you know, star. Like, she, she gets five stars. Even though she, I think she's legitimately convinced that I'm the reason that the Cubs didn't sell, and that I I convinced Jed to call up Mervis. She says it in the chat. Every say and Barb <laughs> says you should be a diehard and support their sponsors. I also don't appreciate that she asks if I'm out of school yet and if someone can drive me because I don't have my license. But yeah, she's so gonna she be 84 November. Her, it does she make has me laugh. Trolls. It's like maybe she's just trolling. It does make me laugh. Wait a minute. What? Is her birthday's coming up. Is that Thanksgiving? November? Oh yeah, is that? No, it's oh. it's it's Black Friday, the day after Thanksgiving. Even better. So yeah. all of you that are thinking Barb's on Black birthday. Friday deals, what am I gonna do? What deal should I get? Think of Barb. 84th yeah. birthday, might want to get her something nice. I'll be in line at Best Buy thinking about getting an iPad, and I'll be like, oh, I wonder Maybe what Barb Barb's wants this iPad birthday. so yeah. she could get into the live YouTube chat faster. <laughs> yeah. Um, super quick, uh, the poll has 34 votes in it, and it's 65 yes, 35% no. Right. So I think uh -oh. that's the final chat verdict. All right, at least most of us know what we're talking about. Chris, really looking for his five-star review. He might be the next one to get uh, mm -hmm. rated in the chat. Uh, I want to let you guys know for four ninety-nine. when you guys start your podcast, I'm usually working, so I don't chat that much, but I super chat, and he's usually there. All right. Go. Yeah. All right, Chris, I'll That's keep that mentally in my head. Yeah, he's, he's moving his way up the it, ladder, I'll tell you that much. It's hard to not want to give a five star to anyone watching this show here in the middle of October and right. no and no hmm. and no Cubs baseball happening right now. Right, because in, unless know, it's a Sox fan that's infiltrated. Right, our, right. Our chat. Like White Sox, sure. Tom. I haven't forgot you. All right. Uh, <laughs> I like now. Once the World Series ends and then the hot stove starts to heat up. Yeah, I know there will be more people watching. But I'll always remember the ones who were here in October when all it was was me being pissed off and we're doing grades. So. It's very big of them to be here. Yeah, the, the chat Credit is back-to-back back five stars. Can they keep yeah. the streak going? Can they keep the streak going? Barb, we'll five see. star, two five stars. Uh, you want to? Can you pull up my Twitter real quick, Sarah? And my latest tweet. What do you? My latest tweet. It was from Game Two. Now? I'm going to show you how I helped the credit to me. How I helped the Cubs win their first World Series game since 1945. They were they were down <laughs> one game to none. And I thought to myself, what am I going to do? How am I going to turn oh, this wow. sucker this is, around? How am I going to turn it around? I just, I, You've I seen Corey Friedman try to throw up, those dogs up, out at Wrigley up. Field where he's impressive. Scroll up. Another one. No, Pass that one. one. No, the most recent one. There you go. <laughs> there it is. The triple dog dare. The triple dog dare. All right. Wow. Grilled hot dogs, three of them covered in melted cheese and crumbled bacon. Oh, man. Wonderful. They won. You know when I you know when else I had that triple dog dare? Game six and seven. Wow, look at you. But not game five. Credit, Credit to, to you. Me. Big Credit of me. Credit to you. Um Humble of, of you me. to share with us. Yeah, if you didn't. Humble uh, of me to share with you how I won the World Series for the Cubs by eating a total of nine bacon cheese hot dogs. It was almost like you did the nine 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 challenge. That's Steven. Right. That's yeah. that's Steven's thing. Yeah. If you uh the nine 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 challenge. Mm -hmm. He'll do it right now. He'll do it right uh, now. If yeah, if you're, if you're listening to us and not on YouTube, you should go yeah. check do you, it out. Do you think Steven would eat that hot dog Luke. that I just made, or is that not healthy enough? Would he take it. the bun off and maybe He'd just probably eat, take the bun he'd off? Eat it. He'd eat it for sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, anyways. Anyways, you know what would wash that down? I, oh, sorry. Can buddy. I just yes. say that credit to me, I helped you tweet a thread yesterday. Oh, did you ever? Wow, that was, and that was heavy lifting, let me tell and you. I, it's very humble of me to let the very. entire chat know. <laughs> yeah, it right. is humble of you, for sure. <laughs>
But if you ever want to wash down a hot dog, you should use a Goose Island beer. You better believe it. Whatever kind you want, use a Goose Island beer. Goose Island is the official beer of CHGO. Goose Island's been Chicago's beer since 1988. Their beer roster is stacked. Yeah, they got the Oktoberfest, the Beer Hug Family, 312 Wheat Ale, which is my favorite. Uh, the Full Pocket Pills, which is Cody's <laughs> beer of choice for beer bat chugging purposes. It is It is the beer of choice, yes. Oh, you don't have, you don't have the end of this on here, Luke. All right. Just, you didn't just, put the call to action? Yeah, oh, the I don't know action. why that's The most on important there. part. You got to read the call to action. We Use the call to action. Call Look it up. Action. Check <laughs> out that location in There it is. Clyborne. That's what we're talking about. Yeah, the location on yeah. Clybourne and Fulton Market District. Yeah. Grab yeah. Ultra oh, Fresh yeah. Brewery exclusive beers at Goose Island's original brew house on Clybourne Avenue in Lincoln Park or from their tap room on Fulton Street in Westtown. Goose Island Beer Company, Chicago's Beer. And I, I, I apologize to Craig. Craig is right. There are three five-star reviews yes. on our live YouTube chat when he compared me to, as the Tom Brady. And he podcasting. is here every day. And uh, and he is a diehard. He is a diehard. And you should all sign up to be a CHGO diehard to get Ryan's premium written content throughout oh, yeah, the offseason, during the season, all CHGO.com. 20% off events, dope merch from all our teams. You get a free shirt when you sign up and 20% off all that dope merch all the time. And by the way, we got another tailgate coming up after that Thursday night football game. The last two, we've had this great deal from X Golf, and it will be there again on Thursday night football for the tailgate, uh, which right now is tentatively our last tailgate for the football season. X Golf giving away at that tailgate a $200 gift certificate to any of their Chicagoland locations. Find the X Golf nearest you at playxgolf.com slash Chicagoland. Another reason why Barb gets five stars is because she thinks I'm this big, strong dude because she's telling me I need to take Corey to the gym. But the right. thing is, is that we always comment about how Ryan is the one who is the, the, the gym guy of this podcast. Yes. I do work out and I do, I, I, I do pretty well in the bench press, but like, I, that's not my thing. That, that's definitely right. Barb's definitely thing. But credit thing. to Barb for thinking that. So she gets a, she we get to That's another reason why she gets five stars. Because she thinks I can bench press really well. So. Discredit to Barb. We got to go. <laughs> we yeah. did, but we started talking hot dogs. We got a little yeah. off track. All right. Uh, we'll see you uh, next Monday for the next live show Corey at 120. Tomorrow. Brendan and Corey, 120 tomorrow. It's taped, Barb. It's, it's taped, taped but it's live. just as good. Until then, thanks for watching and fly the W. Silly like the mayor.